hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. You look like you are blowing your microphone. Um, no, I, I, I just, I don't know if there's something wrong with my headphones or what, but I feel like I literally need to be like right up against it. See, it's going in and out. You don't hear that? No, I, I, I hear it on my end in regards to like my own microphone where it'll oh, go okay. in and out. Um, I will let you know if the audio when I go to rec- when I go to edit the audio if it. Um, oh is God, we probably should should have done a test. Uh, it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. We'll, we'll get through it. <laughs> <sighs> our, our listeners know of our, our plethora of um, audio issues Look, over guys. Like the span of our many months we've been doing this for now. <laughs> Look, guys, leave us a fucking review. Help us Seriously. get sponsors so that we can afford studio time. Yeah. If you guys love our stuff, please leave a review on Apple, Apple Podcasts. Um, and if you're listening on Spotify, just, you know, five star us. Or four star. However you're feeling about no, us. No, five. We if don't you want to give us a four star, don't give us a review. We didn't ask for that. We asked for five stars. So <laughs> anyway. Um, On that note, I'm kind of excited about this week's BBQs. We have so much to get through. So much. It's been like a wild week in the world. Well, I think we promised we weren't going to do world politics. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> We're not touching that. Not again. We're throwing that one out the window. Um, potential nope. of World War Three is still, you know, it's still potential. We know that. But uh, I think we're out here trying to live our best lives. Yeah, we're not We're not going down this path. We are living our best lives. We are great. It yeah. was sunny out <laughs> today. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but no, but I mean like a lot's going on in the, in the world of like celebrity news and gossip. I, I really wasn't referring to like Ukraine or Russia <laughs> or anything like that. Or anything else, um, or pandemic. Let's just use all the buzzwords nowadays. No, Ukraine, we're not. Russia, That's a, pandemic, we're not doing these coronavirus, things. Coronavirus, World War Three. Okay, we got it out of our <laughs> system. And on that note, I think it is time for our basic bitch quickies. I'm um, ready. Okay. Well, for our listeners, new and old, once again, this is where we do a lightning round of top headlines from the week um, or, you know, updates on reality TV or um, fun, interesting questions, uh, philosophical, ethical, whatever you want to call them. Um, and we give our top of mind thoughts on them. So um, let's do it, Alina. I'm ready for this. Are you? Yeah. Let's fucking okay. do it. Woo-hoo. Um, okay. So the first one is there are several fucking headlines here, um, but I think it is just a segment in and of itself. It is the Kardashian family update. And I think what we'll do is we'll go one headline at a time. <laughs> Tristan Thompson told Marilee Nichols he was engaged to Chloe and would soon be married amid a paternity suit. <sighs> I just want to know. How dumb a person could be. Like the the screenshots that she has, I guess, I guess to his credit, he 
thought it was on Snapchat, right? So that it would disappear. Isn't that the whole point of Snapchat? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So to his credit, it's, at least he didn't send it on like Instagram or like, you know, mess like text or something like that. But like, how dumb are you? Like you've done this before. This is not your first time that you've stepped out on this girl. Like you've got how many fucking kids? Well, like, how dumb are you? Like, I mean, I think for me that also goes to show like how little respect he has for Chloe. Like, I hate to say it. Like he says he loves her, but like, this isn't love. If you really love someone, you would at least try to like, if you were going to cheat, you would at least try your damnedest to be like as clean about it as possible. What he did was like essentially allowed for all of these mistakes to pile up so that at some point he would get exposed. Like, I feel like he just didn't care. Like he got so messy, so messy. I don't, I just think he's dumb. Like, I think he's a lot stupider than we all thought he was, to be honest with you. Like, Mm-mm-mm. again, you've been through this. You've cheated on her. She caught you. She took you back. Yeah. You, you've got multiple, I'm so sorry to say this, but illegitimate children. You learn from your, learn, like you're dumb. You're, you're stupid. You're, I'm sorry. He's stupid. He's just not that intelligent if he can't figure out how to like cheat on her effectively. I guess also my other question is, is why is it so hard for him to keep it in his pants? Like I, why is it so hard for him to keep it in his pants? How about, how fucking potent is this guy? Like I, I, I. He has sex people once and gets them pregnant. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Swimmers must be real uh, strong men. (laughs) But to to your point, like how how why is it so hard for you to to not cheat? Yes, like I mean that that's a given. But like he clearly is incapable of doing that. But the thing is, like if you're incapable of like being monogamous, then and like you really loved someone. Wouldn't you just be like, I'm incapable of monogamy and therefore I cannot be in this relationship and then go hoe it out as much as you want? What he's doing is he's like intentionally causing harm, especially to the woman who like birthed his child. Like, I guess I just don't understand the logic. Like if you feel like you cannot prevent yourself from wanting to get your dick wet by several women, several people... That Fine. we know about. Go ahead and yeah, that we know about. Go ahead and hoe it out. Nobody gives a fuck if you go and sleep with however many people you want. Nobody cares. But the fact of the matter is, is like you built this life with a woman, promised her the world, put in all of this effort to make amends with her and her family, and, and the, the world, end, you, and the world, and you went and did it again. Like, sir, like he did it. He's done her dirty now three times. That we know about. That and we know one about. time, let's let's not forget, one time she was literally like in labor. In labor, yeah. And he did it with her little sister's best friend. Like oh, no, those guy, are two separate incidents. What? It was two separate incidents. One was with like a group of women at a club and that was oh, when she right, was in labor. Oh, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I thought, I thought Jordan was while no, she no, was in Jordan labor. was a different okay. one, like a year out, maybe six months, who knows how many months out. And then it was this one with Marilee Nichols. No, there's another, there's another child. So but the first, that's his, oh wait, what, four? I thought he had his child, the first one from the woman that he was dating before Chloe. Then there's Dream. True. Or not true. Sorry. Then there's true. Then now he has the child with Marilee. I think it's only three. Okay, you're right. 
No, 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 no. There are three. There are three. Yep. I didn't realize that the first one... Yes, you're right. His name is Prince. Okay, he was first. Yes. But still, okay, regardless. To your point, guy, keep it in your pants or don't. Stop dragging poor Chloe along for this. Stop dating. Like, that's it. Just go fuck around. If that's what you want, then go do that. Like, stop, like, trying to make it work with someone. Okay, but at what point is she enabling or, like, is she also part of the problem? Like, because I feel like we're at that point. Chloe, I love you, but, like, girl, I think it's time to... she should have dropped his ass the first time it happened. 100%. But, you know, like, I understand love is complicated and she has a child with the man, so I can understand that there's complexity and added layers there. But, like... Then it was, not only did he cheat on her while she was in labor or she found out and went through that whole incident and then had to forgive him for the sake of their child, but then he did it again with a close family friend. She still took his ass back and then he did it again. Like, I would hope three strikes and you're out. Like, I would hope. Who knows? I I, I I think she's ended it with him. Like, I don't think she's with him anymore. I think think she has as well, but... But I still think that, like, she let it happen three times. And I'm so sorry to say that. But, like, no, she she's held on beautiful to something and she's successful. That was hurting and, like, her. She could do a lot better than somebody, you know what I mean, who does that. Oh, so, a hundred percent. He is not worthy of her in any way, no. shape, or form. And, you know, I really wish her the best. And, like, I hope, I feel like Chloe deserved, considering how many shitty relationships she's been in, like, first it was Lamar. And like the way he did her dirty and having to go through all of that turmoil, oh especially when he, you know, was hospitalized, was basically in a coma, right? Wasn't he in a coma? Mm-hmm. Um, and having to nurse him back to health and having to get roped back into that. And then now again with with Tristan, but in the sense of loser. like infidelity. Like the girl deserves the world and I hope that she sees her worth and is then able to attract high, what they call it, high value men. That's what they say nowadays. <laughs> That's, AKA. that's the slingo. That's the slingo. That's slingo. the slang. <laughs> slingo. Wow. Wait, I like that. That's the on slingo. Today. That's the slingo today. You heard it here, folks. Slingo. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that. Maybe we should do a segment where like you teach me some TikTok slingo every every week. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. I love Chloe, it. Okay. We're ready for you to move on. He's a loser. He's a dirtbag. We're done with you. Also, Tristan... Get a fucking burner phone. Stop using your real name. And Literally. just accept just... that you are not a monogamous man. We're done. We're, yeah, I, we're I'm actually done, here. done hearing about him and what he's doing to Chloe because it's just dumb. Um, yeah. Okay. The next one. The oh, next I one. love this shit because so many memes came out and I have been dying laughing nonstop since um, seeing the interview, hearing it. Um, Kim Kardashian's advice to women in business is getting some major backlash. <laughs> I just <clears throat> Kim is usually so good at this. She's usually like so media savvy. She's usually so aware. And this was just such a slip up. Mm, I was shocked. I don't agree with that. I feel like she tends to be very um far removed, I think, from what the realities of people's existence are outside of her socioeconomic group. But I feel like she's made comments like this before. Like what? Where she doesn't acknowledge like her own. Like I feel like watching, having watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like it's just like a consistent thing with her and the family. 
I mean, oh, I feel like well, Chloe's the only one who's just like, what are you talking about? Like there are people, well, Courtney also, it's like, there are people dying out there. But she was crying about fucking earrings. Oh yeah. Sorry. Okay, fine. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. She, she's I guess never I was been very good at that. I think I was thinking about it more like the way that she just like handles things with class, but it, you're right. Mm-hmm. It does not equate. Um, but also, I mean, she's like a good, she's literally a billionaire. I don't, she doesn't understand how the rest of the world seriously lives, feels. And I will say she's not quite, she's not very philanthropic. None of them are to my knowledge. So it's not like, Oh, Chris Jenner opened up a church, but like everyone is talking about the actual tax purposes of doing that. Oh yeah. Apparently they all donate to it. Oh, yeah, but basically the church can then loan out that money to other people and it's considered a loan. So basically it's like a whole tax scheme because under like a 5013C nonprofit, which is what the church is under, like you can do a whole, you can move a whole lot of money through that. Um, Interesting. Yeah, no, it is, it is a thing. I was just reading about it, what, maybe like a month or so ago and I was like, huh, interesting. So like... You're donating to a church. You're donating to that one. I see. Um, yeah, I just I thought what was really interesting was the um, seeing the backlash from people of you know you aren't recognizing the fact that you were born into a pretty wealthy family to begin with. Um, you were living in like a mini mansion, like you know. I mean, you there were a hundred thousand people living in that house. I would say it was a mansion. Yes. She also like, you know, you're, you have momager of the year who helped orchestrate your sex tape to bring you to fame. Oh I mean, I know it's still a conspiracy theory, but I think that there is probably some face value of like, let's be honest, the sex tape really did skyrocket her to fame. Oh yeah. Um, she didn't really have to work at social media or getting her name out there as much. Like she was already a household name due to her sex tape with Ray J. Um, the fact that she probably had millions or however much that she inherited from her dad that she could then put into whatever business she wanted to. Um, yeah, I find it interesting that she's giving advice that like people don't want to work anymore. You just need to fucking work. Um, also loved the commentary about how Courtney responded to that. Like, yeah, you're right. People don't work when it's like, we had like a whole season around an arc about how Courtney doesn't fucking work and look at her like trying to add. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, look, they're, they're not, they're not down to earth. They're not humble. They don't fucking get it. There was a, I mean, sorry, I was pulling it up where, or a tweet or something where, um, someone, Jessica DeVino responded and said, I was an editor on the Kardashian apps in 2015 in LA Worked days, yeah. nights, and weekends. Could only afford groceries from the 99 cents only store. Called out sick more than once because I couldn't put gas in my car to get to the office and was reprimanded for freelancing on the side. Yep. I, I saw that too. I was actually trying to pull it up, but thank you for getting that. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I feel like they probably are like, you get to work for us. You get to put that on your resume or whatever it is. You get to learn Theoretically, I imagine you do probably learn quite a bit about like social media and just like general like business savvy and stuff like that if you work for them. Yeah. But I can't imagine them paying top dollar. Um, but no, I, I I think not. that it yes, your point. It was it was like a really irresponsible thing for her to say, and I just think it's like it's I just ridiculous. The in- yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I just feel like like we all have to stop though expecting them to like get it. Yeah, they don't get it. They yeah. are 
multi, like their family is worth billions of dollars between just Kim and Kylie alone, right? Mm-hmm. And why? Because we have been watching them for 15, 16 years play pranks on each other, eat, yeah. go out to eat, have lavish parties. Like, why would we expect them to fucking get it? That's the thing that I, it's like, we, I think, are so hypocritical. It's like, We've created this monster. Why do you then expect them to understand? Yeah. No, it's kind they of don't crazy. Have to. I think the intent, like I understood the intent of what she was trying to sure. get at of like, you know, everything, that, any business requires hard work. But I think the tone and the audacity at which she stated said thing, not recognizing the privilege that she yes. was born into, like, bitch, calm your ass down. And like, you know, I love the Kardashian family, but... I feel like this is just like one of those things of like, Kim, sit your ass down, go lawyer some more, help out people and just keep your mouth shut when it comes to like how people should be operating when it comes to business and being lazy or not lazy. Like that's none of your damn business oh, at the yeah, end of no, the day. They, she needs a, a serving of humble pie. Oh, 100%. Let's be very clear about that. But, yeah. but I also just think like we all need to like take our, our expectations of them down a notch. Yes, yeah. they're hardworking. Yes, they're great with business women. They're brilliant. They will never, ever, ever understand though, like what the average person has to go through to achieve hundred percent, like a, a modicum of what they have. So yeah, but don't expect I it. You'll be disappointed. Swim. I feel. Sorry. I saw one of these tweets and I was just like, oh my God. Um, just because I feel like the plethora of tweets that are coming in about it just cracks me up. But one of the things that um, people made note of was actually the exploitation of labor. Um, oh, yeah. And I was like, God damn. So um, I'll read the full tweet. It's the audacity card Jenners have to say women don't want to work anymore when they were given everything on a golden platter and never worked a day in their life while simultaneously stealing from smaller POC creatives and treating their staff like absolute shit. Especially billionaire Kim Kardashian saying this, you know that there's no ethical way of being a billionaire. And the only way you can be a billionaire is by labor exploitation. Who are you to say anything about hard work and people not wanting to work? My mouth was on the floor because we all so, know that like skims and all of that, like they're literally manufactured and sold by Alibaba, like under a different label and they're just putting the skims label on it. Like they're oh, not actually. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I was just going to say like, it's not like they're, they're not necessarily known for their sustainability or their like, um, what am I, uh, ethical practices. Like exactly. there was the whole Kylie lip kits were. I remember a hundred thousand years ago when we were working on the same team, team. and one of the girls, um, she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like Kylie Lip Kit to like forty dollars, but ColourPop is another brand. It's literally the same exact shit, <laughs> but they're six dollars a piece. And so I remember we were all I'm pretty sure I have cancer on desk. my lips for that for using what? the ColourPop. By the way, I'm pretty sure I have cancer on my lips after utilizing the ColourPop. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> Everybody's lips turned hot pink for three days after you put on. Any color. You could put blue on your fucking lips and your lips would still turn hot pink. It's not good. It's not good. Like the prognosis is not great for us from using ColourPop. But at the same time, it was like, there was, it was effectively the same exact thing. And it was mm-hmm. a tenth of, no, not a tenth of better math, like an eighth of the cost. So anyway, point is, they're just that. And then I actually bought skims. I bought some stuff. Finally, I was like, I'm going to try it. Because it was there was like a sale. I was like, I need to know what everyone's obsessed about. Of course, it was final sale because I was buying shit that much on discount because you know me, I don't pay full price for anything. 
And I have to tell you, the quality of the stuff that I got, trash. I bought like a, it, it's like a Teddy, um, uh, like a Teddy hoodie, not hoodie, but like a sweater, a crop zip up. It, I think it's see-through. Like I think if I like put it in front of a light, I could see the light through it. And it's, it retails for like $150. I paid like 40 for it, but like I was pissed Thank I paid you. $40 for it. So if I paid $150 for it, I can't even, There's, I would have been furious. A whole segment on TikTok, um, or a whole group of people who actually have the Skims um, piece of article of clothing or, you know, whatever brand in particular, they target the the Kardashian family. Um, and then they will go and find the Alibaba, Alibaba equivalent and tell you, here's how to buy it um, without oh, the Skims oh. label. Um, and I rack up every single time. Every single time I see it. Yeah. I mean, the quality of their shit is awful. The quality is so poor. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... Anyway, I feel like we're we're very much like diverging here, but I'm not surprised (laughs) by any of this. Um, Kim, don't give people advice or pay your people a fair wage. But also guys, (laughs) like stop having expectations that the Kardashians are ever going to be relatable. Or relate to yeah, you. Yeah, they're not. I mean, that's why we watch them, right? Because it's like they're exactly. living this like luxurious. I mean, that's why Pierre loves watching it. It's just seeing the lavish lifestyle and seeing how far away from Poor reality they actually are. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> um, um, okay. But also, don't fucking expect me to relate to you if I'm ever a billionaire because I won't. <laughs> like, it just is what it is. But that is fair. But right. you would be a lot more generous, I think, and like more philanthropic. I'd like to think. Yeah. I feel like when they talk about like they started from the bottom, they didn't really start from the bottom. No. Uh, they didn't grow themselves to be a self-made billionaire. Like, let's be real. That's not the case. Yeah, they did start um, out ugly like the rest of us though. So I guess maybe, maybe that's what they mean. But, <laughs> anyway. but they had money. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You're not um, ugly. You're just broke, you know? <laughs> In the wise words of Paul Umbra. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, we Paul. ain't ugly. We just broke. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, okay. I feel like the the final topic that I I think this is like a thirty second thing, but just wanted to acknowledge that Kim and Peter finally Instagram official. She I did know. it. She posted like a carousel of photos of them. I feel like it's like if you didn't know who he was, you wouldn't know who he was because it's like half his face, like his profile. So yeah. I feel like she wasn't ready to like really call it what it was. But like, like this is also, my she he looks weird. Huh? Everybody would fucking know who it was, though. So no, of course. But I'm saying, yeah. if you didn't know, like, it's not like it's like a straight on picture of him. It's, she's not. I don't think she's necessarily like, proud. Yeah, but I feel like it was done like artistically done. You know, like I'm just gonna like casual artistically, like oh, as if we're like in a hallway and we're like running amok and yeah. Oh, look, here's a little snapshot of his like face, slightly, but not really in frame. Yeah, it's like, like I want to pretend that there's a little bit of mystery behind who this is. But we know what the fuck you're... But like, we all know. Shut up. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, happy for them. Want to continue to see how this plays out. Apparently, he's like laughing at the Kanye situation. Good yeah, for him. it's just so funny. Good for him. Okay, so lastly on the Kardashians, though. A peek inside Chloe Chloe's pantry... Which, by the way, was released on Poosh. As we all know, Poosh is Courtney's little baby. Um, I don't know if you it's her saw. Blog. It's her blog. <laughs> it's her blog. Oh, fuck it is. Um, I don't know if you actually saw this, <laughs> but like 
I am very shocked at what is supposedly in Chloe's pantry. <laughs> Let's just say that. Wait, what What are you surprised by? Because I'm surprised, but I'll tell you why I'm surprised. Bitch, you are not fucking eating progressive okay. and Campbell's soup. You are not eating peached, like canned peaches. Yeah. Okay. You are not eating these fucking... Fi- who, who the fuck has Fig Newtons beautifully well, organized in a glass container? Yeah, but your kids are not going to eat Fig Newtons. Um, I used to like Fig Newtons as a kid. I went through like a summer where okay. I went to them. Alina... At this socioeconomic status that Khloe Kardashian is at, Fair. would you be feeding your child fucking Fig Newtons? Uh, me? No, okay. you would not. Uh, listen, Let's be real. Listen, I think of all of the things that are in here, the Fig Newtons is not what I'm honing in on. I'm honing in on the fact that this bitch is not eating Aunt Jemima. She does not buy Del Monte canned Definitely corn. not. She does not... Uh, eat Newton's own salad dressing. She shops at fucking Erewhon and they do not sell any of this is what I'm saying. She's not eating poor brands. Chips Ahoy? Get the fuck out of here. You are not eating shitty ass grocery chocolate chip cookies in both original and... Get out of here, Chloe. Like they, they basically hired someone to make this believable, right? Like make it appeal to the masses. But the masses are looking at this and are clearly like... Y'all just like stop trying to be relatable yeah. because then y- your sister goes off and says unrelatable shit. <laughs> and then we just get mixed signals. You guys just show us what you're like. You're not eating Jif or Skippy peanut butter. Like, let's Absolutely. be real. I'm not even eating like, Jif peanut butter. I'm, like Exactly. I buy the Trader Joe's brand. I just, so. I can't, I can't. Anyway, I think okay. we've spent enough time on that one. Yes. So. <laughs> anyway, Chloe, you're not fooling any of us. She, we know really that you're aren't. not putting, you're not putting Newman's own and Jif on your marble fucking lazy Susan. That's or it. like Auntie Jemima's like pancake syrup. Like what? She hasn't eaten a pancake in her entire like literally since 2010 before she decided she was gonna have a revenge body. So done. We're we're done with it. We don't believe you. Your fucking pantry's bigger than my house, but we're over it. I'm done. <sighs> oh god. Okay. Next topic. The things that we get like bent out of shape about, but sorry. I know we really do get upset. It's like, stop lying to me. Like, <laughs> stop it. I hate it. Um, Alec Baldwin, rust contract makes me untouchable. This, I mean, I, I feel like there's not that much to say about it. It's still obviously in, in play. Um, mm. But I, I did see this article and I, I he... Any just shred of humanity that this guy had about this entire situation, I believe this is gone, right? So a couple of things. Out the fucking window. Out the window, like done. A couple of things um, for our listeners who maybe uh, aren't aware or haven't heard, but basically he's saying that like his contract for the movie and the production are making him untouchable. A couple of things. He's saying that he is not responsible for any financial uh, uh, liabilities in connection with her death, with Helena's death. Um, he's saying that production is supposed, like they should cover his legal fees. And he's also basically blaming Helena saying like, oh, well, she directed me to point the gun at her. He, she told me to, um, to pull the, the trigger or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And so he's, he's literally saying like, 
washing my hands clean of the entire situation. And I'm just like, what a fucking piece of shit you are. I mean, from a legal standpoint, though, he kind of has to. I mean, no, not, I get to play it, devil's I get advocate. It, yes. I think it's it's a very big change in his tune considering like what he was saying during the interview, um, during his interview. I think it was like ABC that did the interview with oh, him. Oh, yeah, I've heard um, about that. But it looks like, yeah, it probably, it feels to me like his lawyer is like, you cannot admit any semblance of guilt whatsoever. Um, and to be honest, it kind of is the armoire's fault. Like there's chain of custody the that armor. needs to happen. The armor, 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 whatever the name armoire. is. <laughs> oh, did I? Oh my God. Clearly I'm having a day today. It's um, the closet's fault. <laughs> there is a chain of custody that needs to happen on set and actually isn't on the actor. Um, oh, they no. also didn't follow protocol. So like I can understand why he's going about it this way, but I do agree. It is a very big change in tune and the fact that he's now blaming Helena, yeah. who was the victim in all this. And like, her, you know, his her husband and son have to see this. Like that's what I think is heartbreaking. No, that that's why I'm saying he's a piece of shit. I'm just like... yeah. To come out and be like, I'm not even paying my own legal fees, blah, 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 blah. I'm untouchable. Like, just come on. Come on, guy. Yeah. Do better. Ugh. Well, well, I mean, it'll still probably be years before we see an end to this. But oh, for sure. Interesting to see him uh, be kind of a douchebag now about it. Um, it's ballsy. Okay, but all right. It is ballsy. Um, okay, so the next one, and this was one that you brought up. Yes. Um, and this is actually a Reddit post segment that I believe... Ended up on BuzzFeed, right? Was that you know me and BuzzFeed? It's my favorite (laughs) news. Thought provoking. Um, Do you want to read out the the Reddit story so we can kind of get the context? So I'm not really a redditor, but as you know, I sit and just browse constantly, and I end up on BuzzFeed a lot. And so I saw this like. I guess it was a Reddit th- post or something that kind of went viral. And I thought it would be really cool to maybe like dissect some of these topics that become like hot button topics um, mm. on our weekly roundup episode. So, okay, I'm going to go ahead and like read the post and then I would love to get your thoughts on it. So, okay. My boyfriend currently makes around $300,000 per year and just received a job offer in a city across the country that would pay him over 500 k per year after bonuses. He wants me to move with him to this new city. I'm fine with the idea of moving there, even though it's not my first choice of places to live. I could probably attend graduate school there, she said. The only issue is he wants me to pay half the rent and half of all of our expenses. This would amount to around $2,500 per month. My family is capable of providing me with this money, but we are not exorbitantly wealthy, so it's a lot of money for us. My family also thinks it's really unreasonable for my boyfriend to ask me to pay these expenses when he makes enough money to support the both of us easily. My boyfriend thinks it's completely reasonable for my family to pay these expenses for me. So the question is, do you think what her boyfriend is asking for is reasonable or not? Suck my dick. Like... This like enrages me to such a level. Like you are asking your girlfriend to move out and live with you because of this new opportunity where you are making 500K a fucking year. You can afford the 5K a month rent by yourself. If you really want to get like petty about it, what you could realistically do is looking at like the income potential of both in um, parallel to like ratio it out based on like Mm -hmm. how much you make. Therefore, that's how much you will provide in the household. 
But like, dude, you're the one who who is asking her to go above and beyond by moving halfway across the country for you. You, she needs to leave his ass. <laughs> that's that's my two cents. Okay, so I think I have to be honest. I I don't I didn't know what I thought your response was going to be to this, but I kind of thought because I know that like there are lots of different ways to split finances when you're in a relationship, right, or a long term yeah. relationship. So, for example, like Mark and I, we split. We, sorry, we don't split everything. We pool mm-hmm. everything. Um, and so it's interesting because when I saw this, it's kind of like what happened with Mark and I when we first met. Like. I had just gotten a new job where I had doubled my salary almost. And I was like so excited. I was like 22, 23. I was making almost $60,000 a year base, which was a lot of money for me. Um, And then he got this opportunity to move to Hong Kong and we got married. And I remember being like, I will move there and I'm going to get my own job and blah, 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 blah. But I was like, you're putting me on all of your bank Mm -hmm. accounts. And the reason for that was because I was like, hey, like I'm giving up a really great opportunity for a 23-year-old girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I felt like I I'm not necessarily like think I'm not saying I'm like privy to 50% or whatever or any percentage of your salary. However, I was like, I will not come to you for like a fucking allowance until I find a job. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to ask you to like give me the okay so, to buy things or to go grocery shopping or I whatever it might too, be. This is like such a hard conversation to discuss because um, I think it's also different from like boyfriend, girlfriend, depending on how far along you are versus being in a marriage versus when you're living together. Like there's tears to this shit, right? I, I also think 100%. too that um, it's going to get into like such a weird place in regards to gender roles, but um, psychologically and sociologically, it has been proven that women take on the mental bandwidth of like life management, right? Across yeah. the board. I think we can all agree on that, that that's been clearly proven. And I think when there are households that are like, oh, like 50-50 or whatever it is, um, I get a little like irked sometimes because I just like think about it and I'm like, well, not that it's supposed to be like a, I should contribute as much as I put in kind of thing. But at the same time, I feel like as women, we like manage everything in a lot of ways. And I'm not saying that this is the case for all households, but I'm saying in regards to like our households, mm-hmm. for example, where it's like <laughs> we manage the shit out of our homes, right? Yes. And so I feel like that there's something there that should contribute to how, you know, the finances play out a little bit. It's like, okay, well then you can contribute so and so and I'll take care of X, Y, and Z in the house, you know? So so you're saying like the currency isn't necessarily exactly. dollars. Got it. Yeah, that was a I really mean, beautiful way of putting it, by the I way. Feel, thank you. Uh, thank you. Sometimes I'm you know, a little bit more eloquent than other days. Um, no, I, so yes, exactly. Like I, I am not the breadwinner. I don't think I'll ever be the breadwinner in my household, but at the same time, like first of all, I'm very much a fucking mm-hmm. equal. Um, it's for lots of reasons, but, but to your point, like, yes, like I, I have access to the funds and yes, like we were married and blah, blah, blah. But I, I feel like, yes, like I have naturally, I want to be in control of everything, but like even still, 
my form of con- contribution yeah. has been I'm going to make sure that the rent is paid and I'm going to take care yeah. of the dogs and like I'm not saying Mark doesn't because Mark is very yeah, helpful. But like if you but it's it's, if a, you were, it's different. like it like let's say like Marvel character Thanos came in, snapped his fingers and you were to disappear, like Mark wouldn't really know what to do. <laughs> Love you, Mark, but like, let's be real. Like, I hey, hey, you said it, not me. So <laughs> it means just means that you're indispensable. No, uh, you know what I mean? Like, there is an insane yeah, no, level no. of value Damn that right. you bring into this household because as women, like, I there was this really interesting quote that I saw where it's like, you give a woman a house, she makes a home. You give a woman a sperm, she makes a baby. Uh-huh. You give a woman like you give a woman like food, she makes a meal. You know, um, and it, it's. It, you give a woman money, she makes it disappear. <laughs> she makes it into a closet. But I think it's like really beautiful of like, there is yeah. so much that I think doesn't get recognized as to like what we contribute to in the household and in regards to just overall life management. And that like exceeds exponentially once you have kids or add kids into the mix too. Yeah. yeah and I, I think this is like a sweeping generalization for sure. But I think generally speaking... Yeah at least in my experience, nine out of 10 times, maybe more, this is, this is true. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page with you hundred um, percent. I think though, in this particular case, like let's take a step back. Cause again, I don't know if I would have had the balls to ask to be on Mark's bank accounts if we weren't mm-hmm. married and we had just gotten married when we made our move. For the record, he was making not $500,000, not even $100,000. And I remember being like, guys, I hit the fucking jackpot. My boyfriend is a millionaire. <laughs> And he was not making a hundred thousand dollars, so he was not a millionaire. But, um, but the so I guess like what I mean is the I think the stakes were a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But maybe actually like more fucked up that this guy was like you have to pay fifty percent because he makes half a million dollars a year. Like at that um, point, money I feel like doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like if, especially if you're making five hundred k a year, like a five k rent, like twenty five hundred is nothing to you at that point a month. But nothing. But you know what I mean? In regards to like what... It also depends on where they're living. If, where are they living? That's... All, well, the thing is, is like $5,000 altogether. Because she's saying 2500 is the percentage that she needs to pay, right? Then that's 50%. So it's okay, like 5K. Fine. So like, let's just, let's just like do general math, right? So 500000 divided by 12. Call it half. But like, let's say half of that. That's like $21,000 a month. Before taxes. No, 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 no. Before taxes, it's 41666 a month. I'm saying... Oh, like, but that's also inclusive of bonus. But okay, fine, fine. I get it. I understand. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I just... No, no, I totally understand what you're saying. I just feel like, especially considering that he's the one asking her to uproot her entire life for him. Yes. And he's the one who's making a lot more than she's... And the fact that it's like her family that would have to... She's not making anything. (laughs) It would be her family that would contribute. Like, it's not even her because she's the one who's going to grad school. Like, what are you going to do when you marry this girl? If you decide to marry her, then what? You're going to have her family also contribute to, to the household? Well, I mean, I hope that this girl does not marry this guy for her own sake. But no, I'm I'm agreeing with you. What I'm saying is like, motherfucker was like, hey, let's go across the world. I was like, I don't really want to live there. But yes, I will go. Sure, I'm planning on working. But bitch, you better, you better, you're supporting my ass. I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying that's what we did. Again, it was very different because we were married. Yeah. So I feel like, or we were, we got married. But like, so I feel like the stakes were very different. But like, 
I think that this girl, 100%, like, honey, you need to leave him. You need to find yourself a sugar daddy who will take care of you. Your parents need to keep their damn $2,500 a month in their pockets. And you should find somebody to pay for your grad school. In today's slingo, we call that a high-value man. (laughs) You need to find... The the sad thing is this guy is a high-value man on paper, but clearly his mama did not teach him... I don't know. Any There's this part of me that like manners. worries that are we being too stereotypical here or falling into gender roles? But like, no, like when you think no. about it, even from like an, like if the roles were reversed and it was a woman who was making the 500K and asked her, her boyfriend to move across the country for her, yeah. I would, I would think the same thing. No, I'd still feel the yeah. same way. I feel the same exact way. I think you're asking somebody to make a sacrifice. Okay. I do think that she's left out. What is she leaving on the table here? Yeah. I think that's the context that we need. Like, what does she do right now? Yes. You know, like what she said, grad school. So I'm assuming she's a student. I have no idea. So I guess the situation is like, what's their current situation here? Like who pays what, how do they handle it? Because if that's how it currently, like, no, actually, I, I it matters, but I guess it's like, is he asking her to move in so he could save on rent? <laughs> like that's the other part of <laughs> for me too. Yeah, I have more questions <laughs> here. I have more questions, but I still think at the end of the day, if you're asking somebody to pick up and move with you anywhere, whether it be across town or no, maybe not across town, but if they're leaving, yeah. whatever, there is an expectation that like you as the catalyst for it, like. You better believe you're going to take care of my ass until I at least get on my feet. I think if he was like, hey, like you should work. I think the assumption like I'm just going to go to school and not collecting or not bring an income and live off my parents. Like maybe she's a freeloader. But like, I don't know. There's just this. If he's making 300K now, right? Maybe she's, maybe she's looking for that high value man and she found it. And now, now he's like, "Uh uh-uh, you're not going to live off And she just did this whole Reddit post to shame him. And then show him, like, look at what all these Maybe. people... Is this a conspiracy? Are we creating a conspiracy? <laughs> I think so, partially. <laughs> no, like, I guess, like, yeah, like, why? I, I feel like I feel like there's more to the story that we all need to know. And I'm sorry, I didn't read the whole Reddit thread. I also but, like, know how old she is, how old he is, how long they've been together. There's so many factors here. How else would she be contributing there's to so the household? Does she cook? Does she, I know not that that... Not that that should equate to anything, but it is a form of currency too, right? Like everything is sort of like a, a give and take within a relationship. So like, what are you bringing to the table? I think it's weird. No, I do think it's weird that he is saying like 50%. Like it's not even like, hey, if you could just try to get a job, even like a grad school, don't you usually get a stipend? Yeah. Like it's not like, hey, whatever your stipend is, like let's figure it out. Like it feels like he's making a very, very like, Pointed argument. You know, 50% of the earn or of the expenses should come from you regardless yeah. of whether or not you're making zero or you're making 500K as well. Like, that's a little weird to me. I feel like there's more to the story that we just don't know. But regardless, we're on the same page. If you're asking somebody, your significant other, to contrib- contribute mm-hmm. or to move, excuse me, there should be a level of like... Flexibility. Flexibility. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Okay. I'm with okay. you. Yeah. I'm... I would love to hear what our listeners I'm... think. Are we just greedy ass hoes? <laughs> I was about to say that. I was like, are we just greedy hoes? Is that what it is? 
<laughs> I feel like that was me channeling you because I've never used the word like hose to describe <laughs> anyone, uh, let alone myself and whatever. That that just happened. I loved it. I was here um, but I kind of like it. But uh, it's a new. It's, your yeah, new, okay. Uh, your new take mm-hmm. on life. You're the new uh, catchphrase. Are we just greedy hoes? <laughs> Are we just gre- you know, greedy, greedy ass hoes? <laughs> um, am I a greedy ass ho? I definitely am. I literally was like, Mark, we are going to the bank. You're putting me on your accounts and I will manage all of the <laughs> money. I changed all the passwords. I don't think he knows them. I think that says um, a lot and he, about he says how he- Mark <laughs> trusts and loves you so much. Like that's kind of sweet. Yeah, I made his life better. I was like, we're going to max out your 401k. We're going to do these things. Like we have an investment account, blah, 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 blah. This is what we're going to do. I have a spreadsheet. I keep it updated. Like I know where his money is. He knows where his money is now because I know where his money is. Like, (laughs) oh my God, I love that. That's right. Upgrade in your life. That's what we as high value women do. (laughs) With that said, he probably could have had a lot more money if I wasn't there spending it all. But regardless, at least now he knows where it is. That's true. That is very true. (laughs) Okay. So... So we've decided though that like men, women, whoever you are, if you are asking somebody to move somewhere so that you can further your career and increase your compensation, you should be reasonable and flexible with yeah, your partner. I, I just don't think it's a reasonable ask. But they might be a greedy ass hoe too. So just that be is true. We that. don't have the That's full the picture, but here. based on the perception that we, we do have. Um, and the story that we are currently narrating or um, building out or fleshing out here on this podcast, we think that there's clearly an issue here and that it should not be a 50-50 split based on what we do know. It shouldn't be a 50-50 split, but this bitch also shouldn't assume that she can live off this guy because he's making 500K a year. That's how I, I feel just about feel like- it. She shouldn't be like, cool, I'm going to go to school because I don't know what else you know to do what, with myself though? instead of like trying you know to figure what? something this out. This also is a very big red flag for me because it shows a level of pettiness when it comes to money that I wonder how it plays out in other areas of their lives. Where it's like you have... That's what I'm saying. There's there's something more yeah. here. I don't think that we're... Get, like we're not getting yeah. the whole story. There's Could you no imagine way. like like everywhere you go, even when you go to a restaurant, like this dude is making 500K and like... I don't know, you make like even what 20% of what he makes. And he's like, yeah, let's split the bill. Could you imagine? Okay. So I know this is like going to go on a lot longer than we intended. And this maybe should have been like an episode and not a segment. And maybe that's what we just need to like work in a third episode of the week. But um, so if I, if I, if I can, and tell me if you don't want to talk about this publicly, but like, I know that you and Pierre, you, you keep your finances separate. Is that yes. okay? Is this on the yeah, table yeah. to discuss the podcast? Of okay. So when you guys go out to dinner, do you split? No, we don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Because I was, I feel like I knew that, but I wanted to just clarify. Yeah. Cause I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been out to restaurant <laughs> with you in a while. Um, we're not going to go there, but. Um, the re the reason why I'm asking is because I personally, like if I were dating and we were like dating boyfriend, girlfriend, and my boyfriend asked me to split and we put down two fucking credit cards at the table, you better believe he doesn't have a girlfriend anymore. You know, this is a very contentious topic Sorry. that I see quite often on TikTok, on Twitter, on like so many different like forums. Um, yeah, I don't, I am not a huge fan. Of, like, I mean, you, you know my story. 
my my story with Pierre and we went to yes. In and Out and the dude didn't even offer to pay for my fucking meal. He was like, Yeah, no, you you go ahead. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding Peter. me right now? <laughs> and I still to this day hold it over his head, but um jokingly, of course. But like you and I both know it's because of like his own traumas, if you will, or previous incidents with yes. other women who, you know, would utilize them as a cash cow, right? Um yeah. and so I I don't know. I, I feel like this is like such a weird one because there's a part of me that's like, yeah, I feel like if a guy is saying like, let me take you out on a date, he should be the one to pay for that date. Sure. I, I don't disagree with that, but I, I think like once you're, once you're like maybe like more, you're dating, yeah. you're dating now. Okay. It's not, it's not early days. Cause I think that's Okay. Do I really know I'm lying, but I'm trying to not be a sexist <laughs> asshole or what like is the opportunistic asshole? Whatever. Um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But the point is, like, I think in the beginning, fine. If you want to go Dutch, cool. We know a lot of a lot of people are uncomfortable. Like Mark, he, he was like, I was paying for all these girls. They were using yeah. me for dinners, and that's it. But now, like you've established you're dating your boyfriend and girlfriend. If you suggest that we put down two cards at the table and that waitress is like, oh, this motherfucker's so cheap that he's not even paying for her, or, or like, uh, no, absolutely. Like, uh, that's a hard no from me. Like, and I'm not saying that the guy should pay for the date every time. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, you can't pay for my dinner, but you can put your penis in me. (laughs) Equating entry into your vagina for a dinner meal. I I love that. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Look, that's my currency. Okay. I got, I, at the time I didn't have a lot to offer. I had that to offer. Sorry, mom. Um, no, no, no. But like, and, and here's the thing, right? Like, so Mark and I, cause I, you know, I feel like it was always like a little bit, not always awkward, but like in the beginning it was like, Oh, who's going to pay? And like, I was very adamant. Like, I don't expect this kid to pay for everything for me. And so like I would pay too. What I'm saying is it's, it's not necessarily like the guys to pay for every date. Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is like, if you are going to be like, every time we go out to dinner, we're going to split it 50-50 because you're not going to be willing to pay for my meal, then I have a problem with it. Like, I would rather but I we think just it's like cool to- stay in and like cook together, for example, you know, if like you can't afford to do a dinner date tonight, you know? No, it's it's not about affording. It's, it's, it's literally like, I pay this time, yeah. you pay that time, I yeah. pay this time. You know what I mean? Like going back and forth and just putting one credit card down. You just the hate table. the concept of like, like putting that the two me, cards down. You're just like, this is cringe. Yeah. It's like yeah. we should show up as a united front. Because that to me, it's like, it's also just like, I'm also like, I, I don't like when people are like penny mm. pinchers. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like when they fucking Venmo you request 382 for that coffee. Yeah. Round up, round down, whatever. It'll add up. But that's just my personal approach yeah. to money. And like, I'd be curious if, if there are people who feel very strongly about this. Cause like, again, like, I was like, Mark, I got it. And I was the poor one. I couldn't really afford to pay for his dinner, but I was like, I'm yeah. not like, I'm not going to put down two credit cards here, but I'm also not going to expect him to pay for Pierre everything. I don't think Pierre and I ever, no, Does 100%, I, I understand where you're coming from. I don't think Pierre and I have ever like split a bill before. Like in the sense of like when we go out to dinner, it's either on me or on him. Yeah, like that That I think is like totally yeah. acceptable. But like I, I also have seen people who are like, a couple and split the bill and I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. 
Like neither one of you can pay for each other's meal. It's that that is yeah. so weird to me. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about that. I feel very strongly that yeah, like Yeah, I think that one's an interesting one because like uh Pierre and I do have separate um finances, but there are a lot of like shared costs, of course, with with how we live. Um yeah. and like my reason for keeping separate finances is because of like my own traumas, growing up with a narcissistic father, he used money to control, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we could do a whole fucking podcast episode on it. Um but yeah, I feel like when we're out with people, it's always a united front. And like, if Pierre were to, you know, buy this meal, then like, you know, like next weekend, I'll take us to like a fancy restaurant or whatever. It's just, it's always been like yeah. that. Um, we've never like pinched pennies like that. And I find it so strange when people do that publicly. Um, I guess maybe I find it strange just because it's like, you know, what the norm typically is of, you know, one finance for one household. Um yeah, I feel like if people are going to mm-hmm. do that, like in a public setting, like just have one person do the cart and then like Venmo your 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 husband afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not even just in a group setting. No, see that's the thing. I I'm not Venmoing you. Is what I'm saying. I would rather fucking pay for your dinner than like pay for just mine. It's almost like for you, it's psychologically of like this is a form of you showing care for me and taking care of me and I will take care of you later. Yes, but no. For me, it's more just like just say it. It has nothing to do with taking care of or it's literally just like if I would rather prove a fucking point and go into debt paying for both of our dinner than have you ask me to Venmo you. Like I don't want you fucking paying for my meal and getting credit for it and then asking me for money later. No. Like, it'll all even out at some point, right? Like, you get this one, I get that one. I get this one, you get that one. I don't know. It it actually, like, that to me really bothers me when when people do that. So this is like an overall people thing. This isn't even like couples at this point. This is like when people get very... Like finicky about money? No, or well, no, no. I I don't like when people are like two eighty two. It's like just fucking Venmo me for three dollars. I'd rather pay you three than two eighty two. You know? No, no, no. It's oh I, but God. no. I I'm I'm talking more about like couples. Mm. Like I just don't I don't understand someone married, not married, whatever it is. Like literally not being willing to pay for their partner's meal. No, I get that. I get that. That's weird to me. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. I can totally see it. Um, just, you're so funny. Maybe I'm trying I'm to like understand, like, is there a psychological reasoning for this? But you're like, no, I just really, it just fucking irks me. <laughs> and I just love you for it. I just, you shouldn't be going out to dinner. I don't, I don't know. I it, it really, really like kills me. That's fair. It bothers my, it like hurts my soul. When I see this happen, no, that's that's a fair point. I um, as you were talking, so all of my friends know this. For whenever we go out to dinner, if your fucking boyfriend makes you Venmo him, I'm gonna judge. <laughs> Good to know. Good Sorry. to know. So, and if you make your boyfriend Venmo you, I'm gonna judge, <laughs> or vice versa. If you make your girlfriend Venmo you, I'm gonna judge. Alina, spokesperson of the people for the year. <laughs> I just, I just, I had a whole therapy session with my therapist and I was like, do I just not have empathy for people? And we've decided that I just have a really, really strong super ego and my tolerance for bullshit is basically zero. 
I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it just is. That is interesting. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. Yes. Welcome to the basic in the brain where we uh, psychoanalyze each other. <laughs> <laughs> and learn a lot and judge the shit out of you if you and your boyfriend Venmo each other. <laughs> out of all the things in Sorry, the world. Sorry, I know that that's a thing. <laughs> I don't know why it, I, I, I feel like it really impacts how I feel about people if I see that they do that. And I'm so sorry to anyone that I've judged, but I'm going to continue so to do it. don't Venmo anybody in front of Alina, like ever, just in the off chance no, that she not, assumes it's, it's not you that. and your significant it's, other. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that. And I think like, it's okay. I, I don't think that one person should pay for everything. That's not what I'm saying. But I do feel like it's like... It's like there should know, be a level of trust where it's like, you know, in the long term that the both of you are, you know, covering as you go and it will like be equitable at some point. <laughs> I'm trying to like intellectualize it, but really it's just you have a quirk and that's fine. No, it's just something that annoys me. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and I'm actually really mad that we've gone down this rabbit hole because now I'm realizing how like just not logical and ridiculous <laughs> it is that I have this very, very, very real aversion to this happening. Wow. And now I'm annoyed because now I feel like I can't do that anymore, but I'm going to continue to do it. And now I'm like, fuck, you're an <laughs> asshole. I just... <sighs> Pissed. Really, um, the session gave me the giggles I was not expecting. I mean, I usually end our, our episodes in giggles, but this one in particular really just, I'm on that giggle train. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I feel like the last time I was this angry at something was when you made me take the Harry Potter quiz and I found out I was a fucking Gryffindor. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, I was, I, I like, that's actually how mad I am right now. And I, I feel like because you were there and you witnessed that and you were the cause, of, the it, cause you, of it, you probably understand why I'm feeling yes. the way I'm feeling right now. Um, anyway, I'm pissed. I have to go digest this for myself. <laughs> pay for your fucking girlfriend and pay for your boyfriend. It's okay. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 